was always the Jazz. It was always the Jazz. Welcome back into Always the Jags. Today we are breaking down our victory over the Carolina Panthers in week 17. We're talking about as the Jaguars get ready for our playoff, our showdown with playoff implications to play for the division. I'm talk a little about what I liked about the game. You know, still some things like while we did pitch a shutout, there were still things I did not like about the game and just, you know, don't make us feel good as Jags fans. But we're going to start by talking about what we did like and what we did think worked and what we can be excited about. So the Jaguars pitched a shutout for the first time since we beat the Colts in week two of last year. That was 24 zip. And we beat the Panthers 26 to zero. Now, this is the expectation that, you know, one of the contenders in the league should do to the worst team in the league. Um, I don't think it would have... I hate to say it, but I honestly think if Eddie Pinheiro wasn't hurt, didn't hurt his hamstring and leave the Panthers without a kicker in pregame warmups, the game might have felt closer because without the kicker, it kind of changed the whole dynamic and really put the defense, really put the offense into Mike Caldwell's hand because he knew he knew every down for them was four downs, but he also knew there was no just getting into field goal range. They kind of had to go score touchdowns. They had to go score touchdowns, basically, because they didn't have anyone who could kick a field goal. So um, that fact in and of itself, like I said, you know, Jack, we get excited about the shutout, but it's like you can't get too excited because there's a couple of times the Panthers were in field goal range and they could have kicked a field goal and the game would have been, you know, 6-6 six, six for a while. And, you know, when it's tied up like that, you know, like it's enough to kind of help the team get some momentum and build. So. You know, let's not get overly excited about the shutout because, again, it's good. Um, and, you know, when you're a team this good, you should beat the worst team in the league by 26 points, especially when we had a backup quarterback. I think that was the most impressive thing because we did that with the backup quarterback and we were missing two of our top three receivers. Um, but the noticeable difference, I think, came with our offensive line because we finally had Cam Robinson back and. I thought Walker Little was better than Cam Robinson. And I think I might have to eat my words on that because they're different. Walker Little is much more of a technician kind of guy. Um, very calm, but still blocks. But Cam Robinson brings a nastiness when he plays. And I think that's what you need for run blocking. And I think our running game is going to be so much better with Cam Robinson in. I think he's a little worse as a pass protector than Walker Little is, but what he brings to the run game completely transforms our offense. And ETN wasn't busting out that many this time, and that's because Luke Fortner is still still an issue. We got to fix the center position. And Tyler Shatley is just not as good as some of the other guys on the team. So, I think it's hard because like Cam Robinson is such a good run blocker. You kind of would rather him play guard because that's usually, especially for runs up the middle. Um, but he's just been playing left tackle so long. But ETN is better when he gets out to the edge anyway. He's not really a between the tackles kind of guy. So for our offensive line, like my suggestion, maybe, you know, ha not have to even go find a center next year. 
let's just see what Ezra Cleveland can do at center. Like, can we work that out in practice? Um, the Titans, we're going to play them in Nashville. I think, especially if you want to do it during the playoffs, the Titans game is a perfect game to try it. Like, I'm sorry, but Luke Fortner has not gotten better. Hate to give up on a player after just two seasons, but it's time to give up on a player after just two seasons because the middle of our offensive line is always going to be a weakness. He can't block any defensive tackle in the league. Like, before it used to just be like, you know, the top-notch ones, you know, Luke Fortner couldn't. Anybody just blows right past him, and he can't run block. He's not physical enough. He's just, he's built to be more of a backup. And next year in free agency, we're going to have to look for a new center. I hope we don't draft one because, I mean, last time we drafted one, it didn't go so well. Um, But we have Ezra Cleveland on the roster. He's played a lot of guard. Walker Little has been played very well at left guard. And so can we see if Ezra Cleveland can play center? I mean, Tyler Shatley can play guard and center. Maybe Ezra Cleveland can play guard and center. I would love to see it because I don't think Fortner is even better than Tyler Shatley at this point. Last year when you switched them out, it wasn't that big of a drop-off, but just, I don't know, teams have just figured out what his weaknesses are and he can't get past it. And now defensive tackles attack him for his weaknesses and he can't stop it. So unless we do something about that center, we may not get very far in the playoffs. But because we have two guys who can start, Walker Little and Ezra Cleveland, smart move by Bulky. I think our new center might already be on our team, and I think, especially with the direction that it's headed, because everyone kind of thought this would be Cam Robinson's last year, but based upon the fact that we are literally 7-1 and one in the games he's played in, and our losing streak started when Cam Robinson went out, he might be more valuable to our team than we realized, that even I realized, right? So... You know, he's not like the missing piece on our offense. You know, Calvin Ridley still needs to play better. Um, tra- Calvin Ridley still needs to play better. Zay Jones, if he can stay healthy, will be better. Hopefully we'll get Christian Kirk back, which would be huge. But Cal- uh, Cam Robinson has a big, he makes a big impact on this team. And I didn't realize how big of an impact that was. And that might be one like where we realize we need to keep him beyond this season. Um, so... That's what I'm, that's my biggest thing I think the Jaguars should do. As far as our defense goes, um, Josh Allen is still playing out of his mind, and Trayvon Walker is quietly putting together a really good season. A really good season. Um, he's got nine sacks. Aiden Hutchinson has nine and a half. And again, Trayvon Walker, what he brings to our run defense, I'll take nine and a half sacks in that stellar run defense over the I'll take that nine sacks and stellar run defense over nine and a half from Aiden Hutchinson. And there was one play that was beautiful where they moved Trayvon Walker inside and he beat the guard in like maybe a second. And it was a straight free rush right to the quarterback. He had no help and he got the sack. And it's like, that's what Pete Prisco, CBS sports writer who does the podcast with Tony Baselli and J.P. Shadrick. He's been saying for so long, let Trayvon Walker rush from the inside. Let him rush from the inside. He's been repeating it off the top of his lungs. And that's why having a guy like Daniil Hunter or Josh Uche added to our team, I would love for us, Josh Uche will be a free agent. I think we can snatch him up on the same kind of deal that Arden Key had. 
you know, seven million, maybe even a little bit less since he hasn't gotten to play that much this year. He's been a little hurt because, again, if you let Trayvon Walker set the edge and go for the quarterback on running downs, first and 10, stuff like that. And he's able to stop the run along with Josh Allen, who's also a really good run defender. And then on the passing downs, when you know the team has to pass, right, third and long or third and seven. Um, yeah, third and long, third and seven, maybe even second and long. That's when you move Trayvon Walker inside, and instead of Chase on coming in, you bring in Josh Uche, who's actually a very good pass rusher, but very bad against the run. So you'd be signing Uche for his pass rushing because you're going to put him in on the passing downs, and our defense could absolutely tee off, and it would be so good. But I think Bulky still feels like, nah, Trayvon Walker's good at edge, and it's like, let him play his strengths. Like, let him stop the run and then let him rush from the inside. He's a better rusher from the inside. He's a better rusher from the inside. I don't know how many ways the Jaguars have to see it. He's just a better rusher from the inside. He can still set the edge really well and he can still get to the quarterback sometimes from the edge, but just let him do what he's good at. It's just, it's kind of mind numbing, mind boggling too. Um, because setting the edge is very important. If you can rush the passer from the inside, that's great. And if you can stop the run from the inside, that's great too. But you also need to be able to set the edge so the running back can't get out to the edge. And like I said, that's what Trayvon Walker does really well. Um, as far as the rest of our defense, look, we still had some bad broken assignments. There were some fourth downs that the Panthers should have never converted. Never converted. Like, they didn't score any points, sure, but they shouldn't have even had the amount of yards they had. Because, and the announcer pointed it out, there were two guys that went with the underneath route. And I think Antonio Johnson has a lot of playmaking ability, and I think he should compete full-time for that slot role. And I think he should take over the slot role. And I don't know who the miscommunication was on, because, I mean, guys have kind of been hurt in any other lineup. But they got to fix that, because that's, that's not going to fly against the Titans. And that's really not going to fly when the Browns come to town for the first week of the playoffs, which they're going to do. Now, I think the Jaguars certainly have the skill set, and we can beat the Browns, especially because this time around, we'll have Cam Robinson. We'll have, we could potentially have Christian Kirk, and we might have a run game to kind of help out with that. But we've got to get, th those busted assignments cannot happen. It was like the exact same play that allowed the Browns to turn a fourth and three into a touchdown. It is bad. And it has to be fixed before the playoffs. And you don't have a lot of time. You cannot be doing it then. If Antonio Johnson is, he's a better playmaker, but if he's not learning his assignment, it doesn't matter because those busted plays, it doesn't matter if you're a great playmaker, you still have to be in the right spot at the right time. So that's something that I really hope Mike Codwell looks at and gets fixed before we play the Titans. As far as the Titans, not... I hate to say I'm not worried because every game is a game and the Titans are going to play us hard, but winning in, there's no, I, I don't like any of the scenarios where we become a wild card if this happens and this team, Doug Peterson said it best, you win, win the division, get in, host another playoff game for the second year in the row, get the division crown for the second year in a row. We're going to play the Browns if we win because they're locked into the five seed, that's what's going to happen, and they're going to come to Jacksonville, right? And we only lost by four points last time. We can beat them. Doug Peterson knows we can beat them. If we don't block, miss a couple assignments, we can beat them. If Christian Kirk is in the game, Trevor might throw fewer picks. We can beat them. We just have to go do it. 
But first, we have to go beat the Titans. Now, Trevor has kind of been banged up this week. I don't really feel confident that C.J. Beathard could beat the Titans. I feel like we need Trevor. And it would be so great if we could hop out to, like, an incredible lead, like, drop 30 points on the Titans, and then just pull Trevor at halftime. That would be the dream scenario. And then let C.J. Beathard score just enough to stay ahead of them. Because I really think Trevor needs a whole nother week to rest. But unfortunately, because we didn't beat the Buccaneers and didn't take care of business then, we got steamrolled by them. Trevor has to play when he's still not really 100%. I'm glad he sat out this week. Honestly, I'm not sure if he could have played, but he was ruled out. That was a good time to sit him, especially with the Panthers. But with the Titans coming in, we can't mess around. Now, Zay Jones is back, and that's good. I think if Christian Kirk is feeling iffy, I think while in order to blow out the Titans like we did last time, Trevor needed all three of his receivers, I think with a bit stronger of a running game, Calvin Ridley will still be able to produce with Zay Jones in the field. I think that will help him a lot because Zay Jones is expected to play. And let's just let Christian Kirk rest for another week um, because we really understand how valuable of a skill position he is, how valuable he is as a player and how valuable he is to Trevor Lawrence and what makes our entire offense click. So I think sitting him out is the best option. And if Trevor can go, I think he does go because we need this win because we need to win the division. I'm not as confident as C. Again, I don't think Jeffrey Simmons is playing, but I'm still just not as confident if C.J. Beathard can get the win. Now, if C.J. Beathard plays, I think he is perfectly capable of it, and I think he needs to elevate himself and get us to that point. And if we do anything in the playoffs, it will be especially impressive. I think it will be a fantastic story if C.J. Beathard's play gets us into the playoffs. Um, but it's got to be Trevor Lawrence's play that elevates us to an elite team. So we'll see. It's good to have some of our guys back. Man, we could have used that first round bye that the Ravens set themselves up for. Because they get to rest their starters for two weeks. They're probably going to play Lamar Jackson for a series and then pull him once he scores. Just to you know keep him fresh. So kind of envy the Ravens, but I mean, that's what happens when you're the best team in the AFC. And so the playoff picture is really starting to take place, take, take shape. Um, Bills, Dolphins, that'll be exciting. My predictions for the playoffs right now, I think there's no way the Texans don't beat the Colts. As much as I would like to see it, because I'd much rather have the Colts in the playoffs. I think the Texans are going to win. I think they're going to beat the Colts. Buffalo, for me, Buffalo and Miami is a complete toss-up, honestly. It is a complete toss-up, and I could not tell you either way. Like, the Browns are going to get the fifth seed, um, and Buffalo could lose. Like, if Buffalo loses, the Steelers are definitely going to beat the Ravens, and then the Steelers would get in the playoffs, and the Texans, because they're going to beat the Colts, would get in as the sixth seed. But if Buffalo wins, the Texans drop to the seventh seed, Miami becomes the sixth seed, and the Texans would become the... And the Bills have become the second seed. So it's, it's a crazy matchup. Um, I think I'll have to give the edge to the Bills because I think they just know how to shut down Miami in some ways other teams don't. Um, but I think in the playoffs, having all those teams mixed in will be good because then you'll get to see. Like, I think if Miami has to play the Chiefs again, they'll win instead of losing the second time. Like, I think the Chiefs are kind of on... Their offense is still still trying to work out its kinks. So I think the Dolphins can get them a second time around. But let me know your thoughts, Jags fans. Let me know what you guys think. 
Um, if you're worried about the game coming up this weekend, um, if you think the Jaguars are going to do it, and if you think the Jaguars are even good enough to make noise in the playoffs. I said if we don't sweep our last few games that we didn't deserve to make the playoffs, and we didn't sweep our last three games, and I mean, I still want to make the playoffs, but um, every we've all got to be better. Maybe even as fans, I'm like, I don't know how fans can be better, but everyone on the team has got to be better for us to do anything at all. So let me know your thoughts, Jags fans. And of course, as always, it was always the Jags.